Chapter Twenty Five of the Countess of Charny by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Master Gamain turns up. One morning, while these events were occurring at the temple, a man wearing a red shirt and cap to match, leaning on a crutch to help him to hobble along, called on the home secretary, Roland. The minister was most accessible but even a republican official was forced to have ushers in his antechamber, as went on in monarchical governments. "'What do you want?' challenged the servant of the man on the crutch. "'I want to speak with the citizen minister,' replied the cripple. Since a fortnight the titles of citizen and citizeness had officially replaced all others. "'You will have to show a letter of audience.' replied the domestic. Hallo! I thought that was all very fine fun in the days when the tyrant ruled, but folks ought to be equals under the republic, or at least not so aristocratic. This remark set the servant thinking. I can tell you it is no joke, continued the man in red, to drag all the way from Versailles to do the secretary of state a service and not to get a squint of him oh you come to do citizen roland a service do you to show up a conspiracy pooh we are up to our ears in conspiracies if that is all you came from versailles for i suggest you get back i don't mind but your minister will be deuced sorry for not seeing me it is the rule write to him and get a letter of audience then you will get on swimmingly hang me if it is not harder to get a word in to minister roland than to his majesty louis the sixteenth that was what do you know about that lord help your ignorance young man there was a time when i saw the king whenever i pleased my name would tell you that what is your name are you king frederick william or the emperor francis no i am not a tyrant or a slave-driver no aristo but just nicolas claude gamain master of the masters of my trade of locksmithery did you never hear of master gamain who taught the craft to old capet the footman looked questioningly at his fellows who nodded then it is another pair of shoes write your name on a sheet of paper and i will send it in to the home secretary right it is all very easy to say right but i was no dabster at the pen before these villains tried to poison me and it is far worse now. Just look how they doubled me up with arsenic. He showed his twisted legs, deviated spine, and hand curled up like a claw. What? Did they serve you out of us, poor old chap? They did. And that is what I have come to show the citizen minister, along with the other matters. As I hear they are getting up the indictment against old capet what i have to tell must not be lost for the nation 
Five minutes afterward, the locksmith was shown into the official's presence. The master locksmith had never, at the height of his fortune and in the best of health, worn a captivating appearance, but the malady to which he was a prey, articular rheumatism in plain, while twisting his limbs and disfiguring his features, had not added to his embellishments. The outcome was that never had an honest man faced a more ruffianly-looking rogue than Roland when left alone with Gamain. The minister's first feeling was of repugnance, but seeing how he trembled from head to foot, pity for a fellow-man, always supposing that a wretch like Gamain is a fellow to a Roland, led him to use as his first words, "'Take a seat, citizen. You seem in pain.' "'I should rather think I am in pain,' replied Gamain, dropping on a chair. "'And I have been so ever since the Austrian poisoned me.' At these words a profound expression of disgust passed over the hearer's countenance, while he exchanged a glance with his wife half-hidden in the window-recess. "'And you came to denounce this poisoning?' that and other things do you bring proof of your accusations for that matter you have only to come with me to the tuileries and i will give you piles of it i will show you the secret hole in the wall where the brigand hid his hoard i ought to have guessed that the wine was poisoned that the austrian sneaked out to offer me a saying with her wheedling voice here you are gamain drink this glass of wine it will do you good now the work is done poisoned yes everybody knows continued gamain with sullen hate that those who help kings to conceal treasures never make old bones there is something at the bottom of this said mademoiselle roland coming forward at his glance this was the smith who was the king's tutor ask him about the hole in the wall the press said gamain who had overheard why i am here to lay that open it is an iron safe with a lock-bolt working both ways in which citizen capet hid his private papers and savings how did you come to know about it did he not send for me to show him how to finish the lock one he made himself and of course would not work smoothly but this press would be smashed and rifled in the capture of the tuileries there is no danger of that i defy anybody in the world to get the idea of it barring him and me are you sure sure and certain it is just the same as when he left the tuileries what do you say to all this madeleine asked roland of his wife when they had listened to gamain's story told in his prolix style i say the revelation is of the utmost importance and no time must be lost in verifying it the secretary rang for his carriage whereupon Gamain stood up sulkily. "'I see you have seen enough of me,' 
he grumbled. "'Why, no, I only ring for my carriage.' "'What? Do ministers have carriages under the Republic?' "'They have to do so to save time, my friend. "'I call the carriage so that we shall be quickly at the Tuileries. "'But what about the key to the safe? "'It is not likely Louis the Sixteenth left it in the keyhole.' "'Why, certainly not. "'For our fat Capet is not such a fool as he looks. "'Here is a duplicate,' he continued, "'drawing a new key from his pocket.' I made it from memory. I tell you, I am the master of my craft. I studied the lock, fancying some day. This is an awful scoundrel, said Roland to his wife. Yes, but we have no right to reject any information coming to us in the present state of affairs in order to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Am I to go with you? asked the lady. "'Certainly, as there are papers in the case. Are you not the most honest man I know?' Gamain followed them to the door, mumbling, "'I always said that I would pay all Capet out for what he did to me. What Louis the Sixteenth did was kindness.'" End of chapter 25 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia